buy much of anything here today. And why the millennial generation is starting to give up because they can't afford to get a, a, a good job or own a house. Eight million Venezuelans voting uh, for this assembly saying it's actually less than three. It is. And people are going to start rioting in the streets. Was reported to have asked Putin for military support that would help him stay in power. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. And they ignore him. Eight more years goes by till Bernie himself finally admits to his sons, hey, I've been running a Ponzi scheme. Does its dominance mean it can use the alliance for its own ends? Since 1981, bond yields, also known as coupon rates, have just gone down and down and down. The Federal Reserve note will be your biggest financial liability. We're live. RTD Live Talk. The last night of the month of October. And then we are heading into a interesting November. Welcome to this live stream. My name is Mike, the host of RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. And we are here. And so, um, got a couple of things I want to put out there. But more importantly, I want to get your guys' take on uh, the subtitle, or the title rather, for this video about President Trump tweeting once again, day after a Fed rate cut. And apparently he's never satisfied because they're not cutting fast enough or stimulating enough to please him. But yet he ended off his little tweet storm by saying we will win anyway. So I'm trying to figure out exactly what what, what does he mean by we will win anyway. So I'm curious to get your take on this matter because once again, it doesn't make any sense. But... We'll roll along with it and have some fun with it. But anyway, welcome to the live stream tonight. My name is Mike, the host, and always, there's a number above my head, 313-462-0027. Give me a call. Let me know what's in your mind. Curious to find out what else is going on out here. I know there's all types of stories from all over the planet that you know we can't get to directly, but anything in your neighborhood that you want to talk about or anything worthy of talking about, definitely let me know in the chat over here or give me a call. So let me check in with the live stream, see who's tuning in thus far. We got Spirit King, we got Anthony, we got Excalibur, Excalibur, we got Convertible Burt, yo yo, what's up? We got Anthony M, we got Scott Robinson, Kenneth, we got Bryant, we got Donovan, we got uh, Nomad Man, we got, okay. So how's everybody doing this evening? And as always, in the chat, let me know what subject matters you want to touch on tonight, and we'll definitely uh, try to wake, wake, work our way into them. And so I have to start off by talking about the primary subject matter, because if I don't, as always, I end up getting beyond myself and never getting back to the primary story. But so I actually had a chance to watch the uh, wrap up from yesterday's FOMC decision to cut a quarter point. So now we're at one and a half, one and three quarters percentage uh, Fed funds rate. And so therefore, monetary policy, as it's been used in the past to um, alleviate or to instill confidence back into the markets with, you know, approximately 500 basis point drop if need be will no longer be the case because at this current point, if they attempted to use federal funds rates to, uh, uh, to to hold back the recessionary pressures that typically happen, that will put us at, hell, 3, 3%, negative, I'm sorry, negative 3 or negative 2 and a quarter if that is possible. So I don't I don't know if we can even do that. I don't know, I don't know what that would look like, but there has to be another game plan. And so between President Trump talking about all the issues he's having, but then saying we're going to win. I'm trying to find out exactly what does he mean we're going to win because once again, this little instrument right here, these things flying over my head right here, these are the instruments that have pretty much reassured that we cannot win. So I'm not quite sure uh, unless he has something in mind that I don't know about, but these pieces of paper right here are the problem, but uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. So let me dive right into his... Uh, tweet from this morning and so here we go we got uh let me pull this up on the screen so this is the thread from earlier came out 11 hours ago so i put it well before noon and so i wonder what made him decide to do it today as opposed to yesterday and then i want to actually thumb through some of the comments the very first one pops up on my end is mr gregory manorino and so of course gregory has a great response to it so 
It says, people are very disappointed. Okay, what people exactly, apart from him, and Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve, the Fed has called it wrong from the beginning. They've been too fast, now too slow. They even tighten in the beginning. Others are running circles around them and laughing all the way to the bank. Dollars and rates are hurting our manufacturers. So people are very disappointed. Apart from him, I guess who else is, is disappointed that he's referring to? Of course, the American public, American people should be very disappointed. Because as I'm watching his uh, FOMC wrap up from yesterday, watch the whole, what, 40 minutes or so, he started off by saying, as always, the Federal Reserve, we're here to uh, stick with our mandate given to us by Congress, which is a maximum employment and price stability. And so whenever I, he always starts, I'm starting to watch him more and more, and he says the same thing over and over and over again. And so those two mandates, they're already out the door. So come on now. I'm, I'm assuming he clearly has to realize that that's a bunch of BS, but leave it, leave it alone. So the Fed has called it wrong from the beginning. So, the, and this is where I'm assuming he has to know this, but the Federal Reserve as a central bank, the whole banking model is debt-based, where therefore the only way they, they operate is by controlling the reserves of the banking sector, by lowering interest rates, creating a little bit more elasticity in the liquidity markets and whatnot, which spurs on more debt. The only thing, only way currency reserves can be brought into creation is by them on their computer injecting into the banks as well as the commercial banks through fractional reserve lending. So I'm not sure exactly what he's surprised about because once again, there is no mechanism for a true growth anymore apart from more debt being piled on top of debt. And so clearly he knows that he's the king of debt. He's a man that has gone through several bankruptcies and have come out still on top. So I'm assuming he has something in mind with all this going on right here. But we'll see. He says others are running circles around them and laughing all the way to the bank. How are they laughing all the way to the bank when they are the bank? So this little statement here, they're running circles. The Federal Reserve is the primary central bank institution that leads the world in all monetary policy. So others running circles, not sure, but I'm assuming he's mean, he means that. And then he, he goes on here and says, Germany and Japan and others have lower interest rates. And if I'm not mistaken, Japan is already negative. Germany is flirting on it. If not like right there, point, I think it's like 0.1% or something like that. So, right. He wants to, he wants negative interest rate. He wants close to zero as possible so that borrowing costs for the reserve currency, I guess, is that much more uh it's cheaper on our Uncle Sam's on, on Uncle Sam's account. But what about the American public? That's one thing I don't hear him talking about because when he goes down here and he talks about China is not our enemy or not our problem. The Federal Reserve is and so okay that's okay I, I believe that the, the the central banks in every country is the people's problem but then again how will the public win they can't win with this current banking model of debt because the very national currencies in every single currency in every single country is a debt instrument so it's, it's kind of hard to really understand where, where, where he's going with this but i don't buy it one bit and so debt and regret i appreciate that love offering uh, it says could all assets crash including precious metals on this downturn great question and so it all depends on uh, how you define the word crash. And so I would probably use the word correction. And so if we use the word correction, this instrument right here, uh, by it being the Federal Reserve note, the leading reserve currency, if it's a deflationary aspect where everything, as far as the financial instruments, all the, the stock market, bond, real estate, all stuff like that, all those things crash, this instrument in the short term will be of extreme value because it'll still be able to purchase a lot of goods at a discount. But the problem with this thing is that once monetary policy kicks in and they look to, I guess, fight inflation or however they're going to try to maneuver that, they'll probably end up creating a little bit more of these in excess. And then it's when it's when there's too many of these or all those units that are outside this country comes back to the U.S. or, or they actually go back or they go out into the open market to try to purchase things, then we can have an extreme uh, inflationary environment where this instrument here becomes a problem. And so it, this instrument here ultimately, like every other fiat currency, has to be addressed because it's not backed by anything physical apart from what you can purchase with for it, apart from the things you can purchase right now. 
because you know if you set this one dollar aside another 10 20 years it will not be worth nowhere near what it is now so no store value here so correction yes this will be worthwhile in the meantime but in the future no this thing right here this is a one ounce silver generic round um as of right now it's going for what i think almost 18 19 20 depending on where you go get it from this here it they could they could tr attempt to manipulate slam the price down via the comics and all those future type things that they typically do but once again one thing i realize is that as long as this artificial expansion is going they can through those naked shorts and all those contracts really look to hammer the price of an ounce but once this expansion ends therefore a global correction aka crash i don't think they can i don't think they'll be able to slam prices down as much because everybody who has some of these will be looking to run into something like this as well as cryptos and every other tangible asset that you can get a hold of so i don't think everything will go down and of course they might slam it down initially but once again when people look to scramble out of these these has to go into this therefore this right here will go through the through the roof once the once this expansion ends officially to where they can't paper it over they can't lie to the public no more because their, their markets are crack cracking and everything is coming apart then at that point this piece of metal right here will be extremely valuable because there'll be no way of putting a price on this item here when you have fiat currencies from around the world looking to get into a, something assembled ag and au so with that being the case there will be some corrections they can always try to manipulate things but once again this piece of metal this piece of silver right here is not going anywhere this thing right here can you can i put an article on facebook uh i think it was a couple days ago about in denmark somebody was walking along a trail they had a little metal detector they found three thousand silver coins uh from i think they said like 1492 or 1500 so those coins are probably worth how many ever hundreds of millions of dollars but they've been buried on a trail for three four hundred years or so and so once again you can bury this right now come back next 100 years from now this thing will be of value still whereas and you bury this a it's probably going to disintegrate in the dirt but if you if it's still if you still if you find one of these 10 20 years or just say 40 years from now in the dirt this thing is going to be looked at like oh this these are things they have in the museums that they used to have back during my great my grandparents time frame <laughs> so yeah just my little rant there i apologize for that but hopefully that kind of gave you an idea as to my thoughts about this whole situation so we got a couple couple questions here a couple thoughts here it says read that millennials will with kids will feel you will feel it hard this go around yeah and so i man i'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on that we got normal normal norm from oregon appreciate you tuning in we got drew drew uh Dewan says pms and btc are near sure fire bets i believe yeah, because all these instruments here, all these ones over my head, they're ch they're going to be chasing real tangible things. Because mind you, if you go to the Federal Reserve website and you look up uh, some of their their um, frequently asked questions, they they, have, they list a couple things there, and it talks about at the very bottom. It says the Federal Reserve notes are not redeemable; they are of no value apart from the goods and service you can acquire with them. And so, right then and there, they're telling you. These instruments, they're just they're derivatives. They're credit instruments issued by a central bank, old back to our old back from our government, and they're only as good as the people have confidence in them and in what you can purchase with them. So once again, it's no way of avoiding the correction in these things here because once again, their debt is debt is debt is pure debt, and so it's going to be a day of reckoning for every debt instrument, every promise, and every obligation will be brought into question pretty soon. Pocahontas, I hear, said she will charge as un annually for holding gold and silver a new annual tax on our holdings. Um, let me see. What is that? Pat, what are you referring to there? Uh, let me get caught up in the chat there. I'm not I'm not understanding that one. Pocahontas, I hear, said she will change. So Pocahontas, who are you referring to? I got Somebody came to mind, but I don't want to call it out there like that. Let me know who you got, who you got in mind. Um, it says dollar will suffer similar fate as Denari. Dewan. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the thing. One of the benefits, one of the privileges we do have between now and the time this expansion comes to an end is that this instrument here is still going to be highly sought after around the world. So everybody 
who are in current countries and currencies that are failing right now. There's recessions in a, in a, in a, in a overwhelming majority of the countries on this planet. Therefore, monetary policy within those countries are now starting to really ramp up. And so they're becoming very uh, loose on policies to where everybody's racing. Once again, no doubt, by, by the month from this point on moving forward, every central bank around the world will continue to lower their rates in the race to zero. And then the thing is, how far down to zero can every central bank actually go before their confidence is lost in the system? Because I'm seeing more and more stories about bank runs, and so I actually put a I put a um, I put a video, not a video. I put a little article on uh, the RTD blog. So for those that are not familiar with it, make sure you guys go check out rethinkingdollar.com forward slash blog. I put articles throughout the day there. And so I put a video there. I put an article. Let me see. Let me go to the channel. I mean, so I went, so I went, um, yeah, so right here, there's an article, bank run in China and says a Yuchuan bank on the verge of collapse. And so it's a bank, it's a small regional bank in an area there that has had some issues over the last couple of days. And so it's in a small village in a sense. And once word got out that some of the older population went to try to withdraw funds and they couldn't get it. Sure enough, word traveled fast and everybody named mother was scrambling to try to get something out. So it's still one of the things where the, I read that, you know, the manager, manager was attempting to try to instill confidence back in the people. So she was quoted as saying that, you know, don't worry about it. Your, 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 your currency is insured by the, by the, by the bank, by the government for the most part. So don't worry about it. But it's one of the things where how many uh, bank runs can you have before the, the, the government, who don't who who doesn't have all the liquidity in paper form for everybody to actually get paid out or cashed out, so they're gonna have to start probably <laughs> having to liquefy or begin printing themselves. So, um, yeah, interesting. But then also, if I want to bring to your attention the interview I I posted yesterday with uh, Chris Devonshire Ellis. It was a very interesting article or interview. I, I was very happy to connect with him because he's a gentleman that has his boots on the ground. He's hands-on with the Belt and Road Initiative. And so he corrected me by saying the terminology, one belt and one road, is no longer the official terminology. They, they, they changed it. China changed it three years ago. So it's just called Belt and Road Initiative. But towards the end of our interview, one thing that really got me excited was when he, he basically referenced how China is really looking to help the infrastructure in the, con in, in the continent of Africa, saying that Africa is a, is a major part of the future as far as them possibly being a hub for technology and developments. And so I still, I follow, I follow a lot of countries in our region there where China is basically building factories, building roads, building infrastructure and putting people to work there, giving them a chance to earn their keep and to have an increase in their living standards there, which is definitely needed. So I'm, I'm excited for the opportunities that will come uh, around in the next decade or two for the continent of Africa, because that's definitely going to be a place where, you know, business will be booming there in the days ahead. So let me get back to the chat. As always, as you guys can tell, if I don't stay on track, I start ranting. What else we got here? It says because of the value of precious metals is based on the price of the dollar. If we go into a hyperinflation, why would precious metals go down? And why are the world governments buying it? If the PMs are also going to crash spirit. Yeah. Good point there. And so that's another thing. In that interview I did yesterday, make sure you go see it. He was talking about gold. I, I asked the role of gold, and he was saying that gold is going to be a major part of the next world order because it's going to be the only item that will be trusted amongst governments. And so uh, I've heard, I think it was the, the, the former Brazil president that's no longer the president. I think he's in jail now, I think. But he was saying that the whole point in creating the BRICS was to begin the process of establishing the elect, the next leaders of the new world order that will be that's in the works now. And the goal was going to be a part of it for sure. And so all those nations that are part of that organized South Africa are all naturally rich countries and gold is a major part in all of their vast wealth in the ground. So, and then what one, one thing that really struck me, was how he said that um, Russia is the wealthiest 
gold is the is a is a has the highest gold reserves. Russia has the highest gold reserves because you don't look at the reserves above ground as the number to make it an official statement. You look at the gold reserves in the ground. And he said Russia, with all that territory they have, even that sub-Siberia region, is overwhelmingly populated or, or infused with gold. And so you're saying that that's going to be a part of the future. So, so my question would then be, hearing all that talk about how much central banks are getting their gold reserves up, my question to you is, with all our central banks, so it, what's amazing is central banks use their debt-based system in creating reserves to use those reserves to buy tangible things such as metals, mortgage-backed securities, T-bills, all those, all those so-called assets. So think about it. They bring nothing into something, take something, and then buy tangible weight and put it in their vaults. So that process there is genius on their part because majority of the public has no clue about that. So viewers of this channel and the alternative media world in general, you guys are aware of this cycle. So do the exact same thing. Take what you have, help make it grow. And then when it grows, put it into something tangible and then put it in your vaults in a sense and, and sit on it. Get your gold reserves up. Get your silver reserves up. We should be we should be talking about reserves for the public a little bit more. And so most people call it stacking. But actually, in actuality, it's about getting your reserves up. And in my personal opinion, as, as I've always mentioned before, people say, I can't afford gold. I can't afford this. You can afford whatever you are willing to sacrifice on the comfort side of things in order to prepare for your future. And so you don't need much weight. That's my personal opinion. You don't need much weight to preserve what you currently have in transition into whatever is coming because whatever is coming will definitely be digital based. But then again, you're going to have to have some substance behind those digits they're going to try to issue us. And therefore, having some form of reserves for yourself will probably get you a little bit more digits. Excuse me, hiccups on the other side of things. So, yeah, I'm ranting too much. Let me stop. I'm going to stop ranting. Spirit King says a gold-based system is always destined to failure. The simple fact the physical gold isn't distributed evenly global make, glo globally makes it so it won't ever be a fair system. Spirit, very true. So I'm not saying that we're going to go to a gold standard again. We will not. We will, I believe, as a part of this transition, during the chaos, they'll come out with whatever solutions they have already have in place. The eastern region... Russia, China's, the BRICS, those nations that have been utilizing treasury bills, they've been selling off their treasury, they've been selling off their dollar reserves and actually building infrastructure. They've been investing in the development of this next system. And as a part of that interview I'm referring to, he was saying that it's not well, it's not worth our time to look at the or to really worry about the return on investment as far as what China is doing right now. Because I was talking about the ghost cities. And he was saying he actually been to them, a couple of them. And he was saying that they think ahead. And like this is what I always believe. Like all those ghost cities are for the next world order when China's a leading nation uh, of the monetary system somehow, some, somehow, some way to where all the people will come from the countryside into those cities. Everything's already ready for people to move in. So it won't take 10, 20 years of development in those regions because they're already been built. So on our end, Economists on the Western Hemisphere say malinvestment. They said China's been splurging and been buying everything, been building everything for nothing, and it's all vacant now. But it's already planned and 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 ready for ten years from now, if that. So, um, as far as the gold standard, I don't I don't see them looking to do a gold standard. The gold is just to show who has the most weight, therefore who can have the most say in how things move forward. And so with China and Russia primarily being the leading manufacturers as well, because we don't make anything on this side. So we don't, won't really be able to call any shots. And I'm not confident we have the reserves needed to back any type of digital paper currency that might be issued out. So I, I, I believe that if the U.S. don't choose a go to combat with those regions on the east side, then we'll have to play by their rules, which will mean having to come to the realization that we're not the leader of the free world anymore. Therefore, if we're not the leader of the free world, we don't deserve the top tier of being able to 
export debt and import goods. Therefore, there's going to have to come a day of reckoning where our first world living standards, where credit and, and finance, easy financing can get you anything you want at this current point, there will not be access to credit as easily as it is now as this uh, transition occurs because the banks won't be as liquid as they are now. And the Federal Reserve, according to President Trump, with this we will win, might not be might not have the same mandate <laughs> during this crash because Congress would definitely have to abolish or change those mandates or nationalize the Federal Reserve and bring it under one roof and then, once again, no, no one's monetarily savvy in our in, in D.C., so it's going to be some problems anywhere it go. But, yeah, that's me ranting. So forgive me for ranting once again. Once again, the phone lines haven't rung, so nobody wants to talk to me. So, you know what happened? If you don't call in, that gives me free reign to just rant. And, you know, I, I could just be going somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, it says, wow, that's an interesting thought about China's ghost cities. Rethinking all you're probably right. Precious Metals updates. Appreciate that, my friend. Yeah. And I remember because in this this is where this is where I mentioned several years ago. My my thought is everything repeats itself and everything is cyclical. So what's going on now is, you know, for the last hundred plus years, the U.S. has been the leaders of free world, quote unquote, because of World War One, World War Two. All the gold came our way. Therefore, the world had to recognize us. And that gave us not us, but the, the U.S., you know, the head honcho status, Bretton Woods Agreement. They broke that, and ever since then, since 71, it's just been a race to the finish of how much debt, how much can you drain the system of actual product productive growth before you have to go to that next system. So every 40 years, there's a new, there's a change in the guard. And so this one happened, has happened to go 100 years due to the advancement of, of, of technology with computers to where now everything is digital. And so this next 2020 and beyond, from 2020, to 20 who knows whatever will be in a new era where it'll start off as being a uh, led by several countries and some form of a, a global international basket and that international basket in the next 10 20 30 40 years will wind itself down to you know because once again governments can't grow unless they you know start unless they take away from the public so they can't support these baskets of whatever they're going to put together to, to give stability again they can't keep that going for long so they're going to have to minimize what's in the basket to the point where you know 20 30 40 years from now we'll probably be one or two things in a basket or one or two countries calling the shots and they'll be looking to merge north america south america together as one union europe and asia will be one union africa will be one union so we have three regions and one currency for the world and then the whole, you know, one one back one currency for everybody type of thing. That's where this is heading. So it's no surprise. It's, you know, read it, read Revelations in the Bible. You get a good idea as to where it's heading. It's just a matter of will it happen in our lifetime or after we're gone and our grandchildren or children have to deal with it. So I, I, I truly believe, you know, it's just my opinion once again, that our children's children will be the last generation under this current system where there's borders and multiple national currencies by the 40 years from now, 50 years from now, there'll be, yeah, it'll be, it's going, it's, it's going to be completely different, completely different. It says, uh, let me see. Seems every solution I hear is about changing the currency for a banking system. None of the addresses are real issues though. Spirit King highlights some of those issues for me, my friend, because ultimately I'm curious to hear what you have to say. And then also when it comes to just pure solutions, like, you know, we know the problems. <clears throat> Once again, like I, you know, I am not, we are not smart enough to govern ourselves collectively or independently enough to be able to make sound decisions apart from our own best interests and apart from just, the inherent sinful nature that we have of always wanting to compete and outdo people and suppress one part of society while we rise up. It's just that inherent nature of just evil, in my opinion, that keeps us from actually working for and with each other at a, at a level to where everyone can benefit. There's always going to be people that try to game the system, therefore taking advantage of the system, A, because they're a little bit smarter than the average person because they probably operate from a different level of knowledge 
Whereas in the masses will never have a chance to rise up because they'll never be given information with this current system. Like they'll never, you never go to public school or private school and get information that can help you advance. Your best education will come from actual experience or from you taking time to learn the other side of how things operate for yourself. And so there is no single solution to the world's problems outside of, and this is where I get into the spiritual aspect of it. We'll never be able to solve the problems because we are the creators of our own issues. The inherent nature of man is the reason why we are in this position we're in now. So apart from like having a leader or two step up, saying some good words, now ain't too many people these days willing to die for somebody else and, and to die for a good cause, quote unquote, good cause to advance people in a way that's not, uh, that, that won't benefit them. So yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going with that, but unfortunately I always got to take it back to the spiritual element of things, my friend. What else we got here? So I don't think we, I don't think there will be a currency. I think it will be an AI beast running humans. Jelton, uh, definitely, definitely there's going to be some, some, some robotics slash AI slash software type of things in the mix. I do believe how far will it go? It'll go as far as they want it to go. And I've heard several examples of, um, software or, you know, what's it called? Machine learning software or technology, whatever it is. I'm not too savvy in that particular sector there, but whatever it is that was able to be programmed initially, but is able to learn adaptively through trial and error. Yeah. We're not the, we're, we're, you know, as a, as a human species, we've come a long way, but we're still not the brightest because look what we're doing to ourselves. So, um, I think that AI machine learning technology will definitely outsmart humans pretty soon. <laughs> In the next 10 years, we'll probably be the dumbest species on the planet taking orders from robots probably. So that's why I, those are all things that concerns me, but it's, it's part of the process. I don't fear. It's just what life is just what life's brings us. And so Precious Metal said, update, I truly believe you're right. It's so funny that the Bible laid this out 2,000 years ago and prophecy is slowly unfolding, but who knows when it will happen. Very true. Can't put no timing on it. But I feel confident that having been given a heads up is one of the things where it's not surprising to me. I'm not like, oh, the world's come to end. No, it's natural. Like, you know, you live, you die. You know, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that this life is not the end of this not the, this is not the end of life for me personally according to my belief system so the end will come and then what you know i'm looking forward to the day beyond where you know as, as the word of god says you know i've been called to inherit a kingdom that will return to this same planet in a different form so just because i have that belief system that is a core founding of my thought process it alleviates fear and, and worry so it's one of the things where you know this all this has to come to an end because the way things are going, it's going to get a lot worse where, you know, who would really want to live here for an extended period of time in the first place? Says Pat, says, because of the poison of our food supply with GMOs and chemtrails full of metals 40 or 50 years from now, starvation will reduce the global population drastically. It's too late. Um, Pat, that's a very um, unique perspective. Doesn't sound too positive there. But it's one of the things that it could be the very case. So that's why... Knowing that we're on a course for the self-destruction based upon all these things that man has created. Like, apart from, I mean, think about just the evil nature of creating genetic foods and deliberately removing the elements out of them that the body needs to sustain itself for nutrients and proteins and taking all that stuff out, i.e. McDonald's, fast food, like, Eating McDonald's is the equivalent of eating poison. But once again, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, considers it okay because it's one of the things where who really knows the long-term side effects of eating poison consistently in moderation. And, you know, it's poison in those little burgers and fries. And so if you eat that your entire life, it's good to say your body will be heavily malnourished and you're basically abusing your body by eating those type of things. Um, as amongst a lot of other things that we he eat in the Western world, because nowadays not much food unless you grow it yourself, and your dirt is good, it's organic, all that stuff like that. You know, you you don't know really what you don't really know what you're putting in your body in the first place. So, um, yeah. But those are one things like you know who would come up with that idea? 
to create food, but then leave out all the good parts of the food and just give you something to put in your stomach that that has more things to make you addicted to it where you're going to go back for more of it. That's 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 evil, man. That's evil as I don't know what. AI, AI has been around for 6,000 years. Faith. That's interesting. Um... So watch this. I can. I want to. I mean, let, let's talk about something. So you know, I, I've been talking a lot about spirituality. I want to. I want to touch on something. I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. But we have a call. Oops. Let me. Uh, well, one second. Take a call. Let me log out of this one, and then we can go from there. One second. Hello, caller. What's the name? Where you calling from? Mike Tim, Colorado. Tim, Colorado. How you doing, my friend? Good. I haven't talked to you in a long time. That's why I call and give you a hard time. I appreciate it as always. What's on your mind, my friend? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You could ask me questions too, but what's the deal with this bank run in China? What's the you say what's the what? What's the deal on the bank run in China? Well, to my knowledge, it's just something that's recently happening amongst, I think they had two, three other more throughout the year. And it's one of the things where because they're, they don't give us much news there, it always arrives on this side in our mainstream news relatively late. So this particular bank run, it, you know, it could have happened a week or so ago, but it's just getting over here now. But it's just more situations where they're having issues in China and it's becoming... Seem like it's you know, a couple months or every every week or so. There's some issues where uh, it's usually when you when you know when you hear about stuff like this, it just leads to something a lot so, uh, something a lot greater is happening. So we'll see. You know, what do you, what do you think about Hong Kong and uh, general uprising with the masses? Um, I think it's uh, the beginning of a, uh, of a worldwide protest against the powers that be because people are tapped out. They're frustrated. And the environment is very conducive for people to stand up now and share their opinions because a lot of people are losing jobs. So if you're not employed no more, you got all the time in the world now to really express your anger to your government and then and, and start demanding more things from your government for them to do for you, which means socialism will get picked up a lot because it's the idea of the government coming in to solve problems. But yet they're the ones that help prolong and create the problems in a sense. So you create. So let me ask you this: How do you how do you handle handle yourself every day being awoke? Mm -hmm. And every I'm guessing that you know most people around you are asleep. It's very painful. How, how do you handle? It? Um, Tim, now you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I try to be conscientious of, of my belief system in the fact that um, all this that we're experiencing now is not nothing new. Because it's been done before, like there's been global famines, and and from a biblical standpoint, yeah. there's been environments like this before, just minus all the the, the technology to, to make it wide known and widespread. But right. nothing under the sun is new; it's a recurrence of things that already happened. Civilization is still here, therefore, I expect the next ten years, twenty thirty, will still come. It'll look different, but it's one of the things to a problem that's underway or one that's coming, and you'll be you know ahead of the pack in some way, form or fashion. So. It's going to be a lot of problems that need solving. Right. I totally agree. Let me ask you this, okay? So the gate is narrow, right? Mm -hmm. For us to accept, you know, to, to get to the higher power and everything. Mm -hmm. So how narrow is that? Because I look around and I look at people that are really good, mm -hmm. right? I mean, just good people. But they're not necessarily, you know that religious or you know jesus is the one right mm -hmm. but they but they're good people well, do you think they'll make it um, i mean that's kind of where i am i think but well i can't really share so i can't share my personal opinion on this matter i can only share what i've gathered from the actual word of god and according to the, okay. to the verses i've read it, it mentions that you know we are not in a position to say what what and who is good because it said it all mankind has failed short of the glory of God and that no man can be saved outside of their faith in Christ. So you can be you can be as good as you want to be in your own standards, but unless you accept the fact that blood was shed for your sins because we're all sinners whether or not we're, you know, doing it willingly or unwillingly, Absolutely. we're all in that category. Just humanity itself yep. has fallen from grace. Therefore, you're yeah. in need of a savior. Therefore, there's only one 
according to the Bible. And so unless you are one that's, you know, as it says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ rose and died for you, then, you know, you're not going to be saved. Therefore, you can't inherit eternal life if you go by those words. But nowadays, there's more than one book. There's more one ways of translating that. So everybody got their own way of decoding that word. But if you take it literally, if you don't believe, you're not saved. So that's just According to what thoughts. you just said, literally, that's a narrow game. Yeah, so it says many are called, but few are chosen. And so everyone will have an opportunity to accept Christ. Not everyone will be, well, not not everyone will have the desire to do it because it's one of the things I've realized that maintaining your faith is probably one of the, I mean, I was, I was a lot happier in a sense when I was a outright sinner, <laughs> when I lived for myself. Asleep. Asleep, yeah. And so when I attempted to, try to clean myself up the best I could. I realized I had to cut out a lot of extra fat and extra junk. And then that's when things felt hard. But once it became a lifestyle, I, I, I don't, I couldn't imagine myself going back because <laughs> I don't want that mess in my, in my life anymore. So it's, it's a journey. It's a marathon, man. It's not something that happens overnight. It takes a whole commitment of your life. And so I, I try. I'm not perfect. I try. God knows I still need none help. Of us are, none of us are perfect, Mike, but right. you're setting an excellent standard for a lot of young people as well, I believe. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, my friend. As always, you always put me All out right. there. You challenge me, you challenge me, Tim. I appreciate that, my friend. Thank you. Okay. Well, we love you, Mike. You just keep up the good work, okay? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Will do. Will do. Be good. Okay. We love you, man. Thank you, man. Thank love you. you too, man. Bye. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Tim always put me out there like that. I appreciate you, man. Um, all right, so we're gonna get ready to dial back, and so once again, this whole this whole chat has been leaning towards the spiritual side of things. So I want to throw it out there and get your guys' thoughts on it, because moving forward, I'm, I'm gonna definitely um, definitely comment and touch on the spiritual side of things because there's no way around it. You can deny it, but you can't hide from it because it's 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 knocking on your heart all the time. But anyway, I want to throw you. No, nah, I'm not gonna go there. We not. I'm not gonna go there tonight. Nope, I'm not gonna go there. All right, I was going to try to throw out there a little something, but that's a little bit too much. But anyway, let's, let's check it back in with the chat, see what's going on. Um, let me see here. It says, I stopped telling people every few days, but I think, but one thing to help family and others. Denial, socialism, denial. Um, <clears throat> socialism. So let me actually look this up because I, I really do believe we're going to be talking a lot about socialism, a.k.a. And, I, and I'm trying to, I want to really get, down to the nitty-gritty on socialism as it's defined according to an official source so that we can use it as a you know we can talk about it openly and have some interesting dialogue about it so here's what we got right here socialism this is from merriam webster and so it says the definition of socialism any of various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and distribution of goods, a system of society or group living in which there is no private property. <clears throat> and so, okay, a system or condition of society in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the state. <sighs> okay. So, according to this definition here, now, I think, okay, so this is, this is one of the things where everyone sees and everyone sees something based upon their paradigm. So, paradigm is how I define it, a set of rules, written or unwritten, that establishes boundaries, that determines your behavior, which makes you successful. So, everybody in their own right in their own viewpoint might be successful in whatever area they're looking at measuring this in. So when we look at this particular subject matter here, there's boundaries that everyone will put up because some people are for it because they have experiences, they have behaviors, patterns that, that gel with this to where you won't be able to communicate or, or get into their, their, their paradigm because they're, they're hard bent. And so in other words, you know, you will be able to, you can share information with somebody as well because it doesn't register with them as a part of their core belief. They won't believe it or be open to your, your viewpoint. So I want to be neutral with this because there's people obviously that think socialism, communism is a good thing, but it's one of the things where if people really knew that they were responsible for their own lives, then they wouldn't be so interested in having, as it says here, 
a system of society of or group living in which there is no private property. Like if you're not working to acquire your own plot of land for your family because you are wanting to be the provider for your your family type of thing, then you you wouldn't be okay with just public property where the government gives you a, a, a government extends to you because the government don't own anything technically. They only by law take it from other people and, and claim it for property of the entity. So no private property is something that troubles me. And it says in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the state. So, I mean, your lives is dictated by a single entity. And so I'm talking the whole time about how evil and inherent just corruption is in the heart of man to where whoever this body is a society's governing board there they will never want to do you right they'll never do right by you because it's not in their best interest to do such because that'll alleviate their job so it's just like just reading this statement here of various economic and political theories advocating collective or government ownership and administration like once again like i don't think we need a single entity in the form of government to call the shots and that's you know one thing that some people may agree their lives your perhaps your life might be governed a little bit better if you had someone assisting you and telling you what you could and couldn't do but for me and how i operate i don't want nobody in my business i don't want nobody telling me what i can and can't do outside of what they already do and so um I, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that, man. But I had to find out the official definition of socialism according to what Webster said because I just don't necessarily agree with it 100%. It says socialism led the death of hundreds of millions in the past 110 years. Yeah, and that's, that's where I go back to, Pat. That's where I go back to once there's a governing body that's, in, that's, been, that's been put in power, Absolute power always corrupts, especially if it's given to a human being that will operate in their own best interest. And so everything they do, they will do for how can it help me rise and keep others from rising to my level. So you're going to have situations where corruption will always be prevalent if you depend upon a single entity. How about the opposite? How about minimizing a central point of authority and giving them a specific role like this Republic we're currently in or was supposed to be in was meant to do where it was supposed to be minimum governance. But yet the whole idea of government was to intercede in the event that the public and the private sector needed regulating. So they were able to come in and say, Hey, okay, you can't do the public like this. And so we got to you know break you up or, fine you or whatever, not become so big that they minimize the public and private and they just become one behemoth of a monster that we have to deal with today. So yeah, anyway, I'm not going to spirit says, I'm really sad that you ignored my text explaining exactly this subject. A text, what text? Because me, between this me so far, he was against socialism without actually knowing what it is. Uh, let me see here. You should have read my essay. Spirit, I have it. Yeah, I definitely. Let me see. But here's, my thing is, as I mentioned, like I, I have a lot of things in my email that I try to get to. But yet between setting up interviews, live talks, work outside of this, other things I'm engaged in, I'm not able to get to everything. But I am open definitely to entertaining any thoughts shared there. So I will get to it. But it's one of those things where apart from like, according to my own paradigm and my own belief, I, and I remain open for discussion about anything because it's all fine and good. No one's right. No one's wrong. We live, we enjoy life. We die. That's a simple process. So in between, I try to make sure I do the best I can to be open to other people's opinions and thoughts. But ultimately my, 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 because of my spiritual background and my spiritual foundation, it's going to be hard to really, you know, at this point in my life for me to really say, okay, this particular governance model created by man is something that man can benefit from outside of all the other isms that we've had and none of them has worked like because if they had to work they'll still be prevalent today and 
society as a whole might be better off. But along the way, central banking definitely destroyed all types of governing models anyway. But so, yeah, so definitely Pat uh, Spirit, I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to the article you sent because I did crack it open. But then again, my wife called me and I got distracted and forgot to get back to it. So I got you. This wasn't an apolitical essay, nothing about promoting social media, anything like that. Just definition. Bet. Spirit, I got you. I got you. And I, I appreciate you sending something to me and communicate with me. I appreciate that, my friend. So I don't want I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring it. I, I got you. I, I appreciate that. It says, not all will be saved. The numbers will be few. The world refused God's son, provided a way the sanctified one shall judge the earth. No man can lengthen their days because it's sowed in him. Now we will be reaping. Yeah, man. Good stuff there. So, people, it's been 50 minutes, and this has been a relatively a, a smooth-flowing live stream because I feel like I've been ranting too much. But I got to call it. We got to call in. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. So with that being the case, people, it's been great hanging out on this Thursday night. This is the last night of the month of October 2019. We'll never see 1031-219 again. And I must admit, it was a very blessed one on my end. Hopefully it was the same for yours. Let's get ready for an exciting November 2019. Because this November coming up, I just got a little gut feeling it's going to be one of a kind. Something we won't forget. <laughs> Especially with all this uh, monetary and political and financial, all this stuff going on. Yeah, we're, 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 we got a front row seat to the transition to whatever's coming next, boy. Yeah, anyway. So with that being the case, people, it's been great hanging out. As always, it's always been fun. I enjoy it. All the resources you might need, free information, medals, weights, you name it, it's all beneath this video here. Get your weight up. If anybody have interest in being a blessing to the channel on a continuous basis because you appreciate the community and the content, and pretty soon I'm going to start offering a couple more things that will be for the members only. So I'll, I'll let you know as that stuff rolls out. But anyway, Patreon. There's a link beneath this video here with more information, a couple different ways that people can be a blessing and actually participate. So if you go to the Patreon page beneath this video here, there's tiers there where you can actually pick the subject matter for the night. Or if you're bold enough and if you got presence for the screen, you can join me and co-host an episode. So it's always for people to get, get, uh, get involved with the program or whatnot. So it's all beneath here, Patreon link at the bottom. Other than that, people, it's been great hanging out. Be blessed, be safe. And I'll leave you with this right here. Hey there, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month toward the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream.